0: Welcome back to the Liverpool groove Back after a bit of a hiatus um, Due to personal reasons But it's good to be back We're, we're raring to go we uh, Need to talk about the Reds I Haven't really done it uh, since not doing this So it would be nice to nice to get to talk about it again um, Going to look back At the three games so far this season Look ahead to the next game And just talk about everything else that's been going on so far So we've we've made a decent Start of the season And um, Seven points from, from three games, which isn't too bad. Could have done better against Chelsea, maybe, but two holes are a good defensive coach, so it, it's understandable that they just held on for the one all really.
1: Yeah, uh, obviously, start with Norwich. I um, thought we just we had spells where we just tore them apart. We looked at it, just an easy game now. Um, they countered us a few times, but you get that goal off Josset, uh, and it's plain sailing then from then on in it really. Yeah. Um I, I love the fact that in the first three games people are already counting us out. We we haven't bought a striker and all that. All of our front four have scored already. And three games into the league. No one's looked at that. They haven't got a chance, but Jota, Firmino, Mane, Salah, they've all scored already. So quite happy with how it's going. Say Norwich was one of them. we just we just turned up, we played some lovely footy. Um, Jotter doing what he does in the box goal. He, he, I've said, I said it last season as well, there's movements and the way he approaches the game and he's always looking for that little gap. He reminds me of Fowler and it's a massive compliment. He's obviously not at that level, but he's still young and he plays the game like that. He just wants to score and that's what I like about him.
0: Yeah, he's just, he's so confident and I think you've seen it more like the last, well, last season with us, he was obviously a good player at Wolves and that's why we wanted him, but the level he's come on with us, I think it's just been unbelievable and that obviously comes with playing with, with better quality players, training with the likes of Salah and Mane every day, but not only that, he's become hes become a mainstay for Portugal as well, so every international but he's getting to train with Ronaldo, someone else he can learn off and, and pick up things off and you really starting to see it. He's become, he's become so clinical. Um, yeah. And I think soon we're going to be talking about a new front three. And I think you're going to look, be looking at Bobby as the one to come in rather than the other way around. Because if he carries on the way he's playing at the minute, we're not going to have a choice but to keep starting. him.
1: Yeah, I agree. You, obviously, you have sentiment. And I love Bobby Firmino. I won't have a bad word said about him. Even this season, He's come on, he's scored. And he starts against Chelsea and I thought he was the best player on the pitch until he went off. I thought he was bringing out their centre-halves, he was making space for the, the wide men and then he got his knock. But you can't you can't take away goals if a lad's scoring goals, you can't take him out of the team, unfortunately. <clears throat> Just one of them. It's, it's At the moment, it's the same with Harvey Elliott. People are saying about Thiago, he needs to start. At the moment, Harvey Elliott hasn't put a foot wrong. So until he does, he's got to start. So he's yeah, been, 100%. not even just offensively, he's, he's here there and everywhere. He's winning the ball back in our half and making 30-yard passes up the pitch, so I can't fault the lad.
0: <clears throat> no, he's been brilliant. He's been, I think he's actually been a bit of a, a breath of fresh air. He's, he's just got that desire, that hunger, not to say that the rest of the midfielders have, but haven't, but they're proven. He's obviously coming in, 18-year-old kid, 19-year-old kid, with a big point to prove, and like I've said it, and people might ridicule me for this, but at his age now, 18, 19, he's, he's further along in his development than Phil Foden was at his age. And Phil Foden's seen as the next big thing for the English football. And I agree, don't get me wrong, Phil Foden's a fantastic player, as much as I hate the mank little bastard. But he's an unbelievable player. I think Harvey Elliott is better at the same age than what Phil Foden was.
1: Yeah, it's you can always compare young lads. It's, it's how they're treated as well. And Phil Foden's come through. He's obviously got a chance with England and all that. But we've seen Harvey Elliott like come through with Blackburn and how good he was there when we got him from Fulham. How good he was there, you know. He's he just looks a very good player and he's coming to Liverpool and he doesn't look out of place. And that's that's a bit scary. I'd be if there's an opposition player, I'd be a bit scared to think we don't know what he's about really. I haven't seen a lot of him. But fuck me, he's good. Yeah. And for me, I just don't think when like, you've... We'll talk about it later, the transfer window and that, but you've got Dickhead saying, like, we need another midfielder. If we need another midfielder, we'd have went and bought one. We'd have went and bought one. He, he's got all his confidence in Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, Keita, Oxley, chamberlain and, and the, the starters, fabinho Henderson and Thiago. But at the moment, you've got an 18-year-old kid keeping one of the world's best midfielders out because he he's had a knock, but Thiago's not getting in that team at the moment. Because Harvey Elliott's keeping him out, and that, that's all credit to Harvey Elliott. He's been brilliant.
0: Yeah, 100%, Couldn't agree more. Uh another player I want to get your opinion on. Um becoming I, I don't know if you can call him a cult hero just yet, like, but uh Simakas.
1: Great. He is, he's um he, the, it's like they've cloned Andy Robbo, And I didn't think you'd ever be able to do that, but his work race, his his fight. He's known as the Greek Scouser because he just fights and fights for that ball. And again, I can't knock him. His delivery is brilliant. He gets up the pitch. He's like a he's more like a John Arnorisa type player where he burst up, you know, with the ball, whereas Robo will burst without it. Yeah. You know if you get me? Um he burst up the pitch with the ball, fast first time crosses, all that. Yeah, I like him. And I get people's opinion that we need a right back of a similar quality to cover um, strength but there's not always availability with with that type of player I couldn't name one now that's available so yeah Um, the fans have taken to him again and that's it, the proper Liverpool fans, you come in, you show a bit of heart, a bit of passion, a bit of desire and you fight and you're the fans favourite and he's starting to do that as well so again Robbo, against Chelsea Robbo shouldn't have come up, shouldn't have started he wasn't himself. Costas um, cast I can't even say his name, <laughs> um, deserved to start. And that's the only issue I've got at the moment is that Klopp has got his little favourites in there. And for me, you get in the team on merit or through your opponent player getting injured. Once you play well in that position, your opponent player can't get back in until, until you you're say. injured or you make mistakes. So, for me, at the, at this moment, give Robo a, a rest, just a rest, give him a game out and let's see what the Greek scouser can do.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I agree with the point you made about, you know, the proper fans. If, if you try, if the if they give it 110% every game, the fans take to them, the fans love them. And I think that's why Liverpool, more than any other club, have got so many, like, cult heroes. They mightn't have been the greatest players, but they just fucking gave it all. And the fans loved him. Like Luke. And it's also players who fucking... Like you, Lucas, and Jordan Henderson, who've been wrote off so many times during their time at Liverpool. And, you know, when Lucas left, I think most people were gutted. Fans, at least anyway. I know I was gutted. I was devastated when he left. I loved him. And I loved uh, Lucas.
1: Never had a bad word to say about it. Henderson never questioned his desire. Went through a six, 12-month period where I questioned his actual ability. Mm. He was making mistakes. He was playing 10 long balls a game and only two were getting there. Um, that's all in the past now. He's world-class. Um, Lucas was world-class at what he'd done, just kicking people <laughs> <laughs> and, and winning the ball back in, in our own half and in dangerous areas and doing what it took to, to stop attacks, whether it was to to slide in and win the ball or slide in and take a booking, he'd do it. And that that's all we want. Jake Out was the same, wasn't the best technical footballer, but my god, he worked his ass off every week. And that's where all his goals come from. They all come from hard work and yeah. And that desire to get in the box. Um we've had loads of them over the years. Um, and that that is all that's all our fans want to see. Sometimes it's not enough, you know. Sometimes it's just you might work your ass off, but you're still making too many mistakes and not mm. doing things right enough. And yeah, but you still get a clap off the cop. If you if you leave, you're sold, you still wished well and you know, good luck to you. But yeah,
0: that's so.
1: right. It's it's just one of them. I think he's only a, he's how old you know? is yeah, he now? Yeah, about twenty four. Something like
0: that, yeah. He's he's, he's a good age. And so like he's like said, a, like a carbon copy of Robo. so it, it stands us in really good stead. Yeah, it
1: does, yeah. It uh, really does.
0: Beats having Alberto Marino, doesn't it?
1: he's he's the weirdest one I've ever seen him. He, he could do anything with a ball, but then do it backwards towards his own goal. And you just think, what I... It's like he just had a, an issue in the head where he had to do something good and then treat things bad. But again, he's another one. You see him, you know, he's not a cult hero. He wasn't very good for us, but he still he still didn't hide. He still worked hard. Yeah, and did. then you see him when he's won wonder- the... The cup with Sevilla and that, and he's having a go at United. Get out, man, United! That is what you you like. That's what Liverpool does to you. Your yeah. rivals are still your rivals, even when you've left them. That's what this club's about, isn't it?
0: That's
1: leaves, it. A, uh, leaves a tattoo on your heart, I think, this this club.
0: Absolutely. Now, it, it's good to see that so many of our former some former players have had such good things to say about Liverpool itself, even if their time at the club wasn't as well as it could have been. Gregory Vignale who we had on uh, a few weeks back was, was the same as time at Liverpool might not have gone how he wanted it to go but he, he, you know we were buzzing with it because he had nothing but good things to say about it Us, oh, he, so... he
1: couldn't hide he couldn't hide the smile when you mentioned the word Liverpool or the Reds he was he was brilliant and that that's it so you've, you've got players who, who it hasn't worked out for as well well it didn't work out too bad for him he won the treble didn't he but <laughs> um, Yeah, it's just one of them. Sometimes it doesn't work out personally for them, but they still have that support and that that boost of like love around them, where they always feel part of the city and the club. And I think that's like he was even saying he represented Liverpool Football Club at Hulie's funeral, Hmm. which is lovely because you know he wasn't here all that long, and is a massive part of this this club, and his birthday today, so happy birthday, Gerard
0: yeah, happy birthday.
1: But um, yeah, <clears throat> did you just, did you just always got an affiliation with the club. I think it's it's brilliant. I don't think there's many like that.
0: No, there's not. Um, so yeah, it's great to see. But Simacash, uh, going a little off topic there, but kind of still as written. always um, it's what as we always do. It is, yeah. Now Simacash, he's looking like a great. I was going to say he's looking like a great sign, and like we didn't sign him last year, but it's just he didn't play fucking at all. That I forgot about him.
1: Um, but he had injuries he had COVID and it's one of them it, it is like a, this is what it, it is like a new signing so is Virgil van Dijk he didn't play last season hmm. so, so is Gomez so is Shows so is it, it is it is a cliche that it's like a new signing but if they haven't been there for nearly a full season and then they are there it's like a new signing <laughs> didn't have Virgil van Dyke for, for nine months last season you know what I mean so it's like a new signing and what a signing <laughs>
0: Portisana. What I mean. Um, so yeah, great performance against Norwich, no less than we expected. Um moving on, we played the team of former WWE wrestlers, uh Bernie. Ah, so. um, <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe Sean Dyke was like, I don't think we've done anything wrong. It's like Sean, mate, there was, there was fucking German suplexes getting thrown about and everything. Ah. like Don't think we've done anything wrong.
1: Like fucking clear your throat, you big ginger dickhead.
0: Uh no, the Undertaker would have been proud of some of the shit getting thrown there. It was just
1: it, do it. It was but amazing. do you know what, what jumped me in? I think it was the it's 2-0 for 92nd minute or something. Um I think it was their captain flew in two-footed. Who was it on? Possibly Harvey Elliott or Costas. I don't know if they were still on the pitch, can't remember, but flew in late, 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 and if he's a caught him, he's snapping his, his ankle. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. there's no need for that. It's, you're 2 nil down. There's, there's 30 seconds left. Fucking Give in, mm. will yeah, Just give in. Give us the three points. Death head.
0: Like, don't be wrong. I, I don't mind Burnley. They're, they're, they're a fighting team. you they know they've, they know they're not the best technically. you they know they're not the most technically gifted side. So you do have to have that bit of fight about them. And I've got no problem with that. But when you're just out like going, Oh, yeah, there was nothing wrong. We didn't do anything. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like that's that's just weird. Why lie about it when it's
1: clear That's how they get away with it, isn't it?
0: Yeah.
1: That's just how they but like Klopp. Like I can imagine if we'd have lost that. I think Klopp would have went and punched Sean Dice's head in because it was disgusting performance. They were they were just all over us from the way it go. The referee. It's it's catch twenty-two with the referees and VAR because you want them to step in in games like that where you're getting bullied and physically it's getting a bit dangerous, they're dragging you, grabbing you by the neck, they're swinging you around, going in two footer tackles. But then, I don't want footy to be where you can't do that. So I prefer that every week, if it was just consistent and it was allowed, yeah. you know what I mean? But like I was watching, watching the 2001 season the other day, The likes say Gerard, Vieira, Keane, Shearer, and they all just kick, the derbies, just kick fuck out of each other, all game. And it was brilliant. And things now, you probably, you wouldn't even get a booking for, is now a straight red. So I'd prefer it to go back to that day, but I just wish we'd done it back to them, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Wish we had the players to do it back, but, yeah, it is what it is. They are a team of fucking dogs, aren't they?
0: Yeah. And when you get into
1: battles with them, get into battles with them, you've got to have a, a plan B sometimes to, to try and outfight them as well, but, Luckily, we didn't have to this time round.
0: Yeah, uh, that's one thing I want. I want actually ask you about as well. Obviously, we made no secret of our fucking hate for VAR last season, and just refereeing in general. This season, it seems like they're taking a, a very different approach, and so far, it look it so far so good. It, it's been more enjoyable. VAR isn't intervening as much. The referees are letting more go. The games are flowing better. It just it seems like they've finally gone. Right, look, we need to fucking sort it out here because this is shit.
1: Yeah, it's it's just it's, it's, they might have watched the Euros and seen how it was done in there.
0: Hmm.
1: That was spot on. You never even seen VAR in the Euros unless it was absolutely desperate measures. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's what they've done. They've just done. They've broadened the the margins, they, for the offsides. So it's level is now level if you're clearly offside, you're clearly offside sort of thing. The way it should um, be. They're not looking at stupid little clips on the eel for penalties and all that as much. They are, if the referee doesn't give something, VAR is popping up and saying, hang on, you've missed that, which hasn't been the case in the past. And the referees are going to look at the monitors as we've seen at Chelsea. And it yeah. took all three seconds to give that penalty. Yeah. Which is which was the correct decision. But that's, that's what it's there for. They they made like, it was like a fight between the referee and VAR. The VAR was overruling the ref, and then the ref was like, hang on. No, you're not. So go against it, and vice versa. So now they must have had a talk. They're all in cohesion. They're all here to make the game better, and so far, so good.
0: Yeah, hopefully we can stop talking about VAR this season and talk about the actual footy going on, because that's that's you could tell even pundits and stuff, we're getting sick of talking about VAR last season, so hopefully we can just fucking put that to one side and talk about the footy. Um, it, was mad being in a,
1: sorry, it was a mad being in a live game when like the VAR decisions are there because it took me dad to Chelsea, as you know. Yeah, and that was a clear handball, clear penalty, clear sending off from where we were. We were in the Kenny's ugly stands, fucking in the gods, and from where we were, all that was instant. Referee should have decided it. He never. And then he, it comes up on the screen, then VAR. I think VAR, possible penalty is something. Yeah. And then VAR, possible red card. They were like, and there's there's no qualms about it. It's it's, it's going to mm-hmm. be. It is what it so Ta-ra, lad. But but, that's
0: it. I don't think anybody's yeah. got any... I don't think anybody would have any gripes with VAR if it was used in the right way. But that's been the problem. If it's used in the right way, there's no doubt it's going to help the game, help the referees, help the players, help everybody. But it shouldn't have took them, like, this is, what, the third season with it now, I think, is it? Um, yeah. So, yeah, all right, I get that. There's going to be a sort of a testing process, a feeling-out pro- process, if you like, of getting it right. And hopefully now this is the first step of them having it right for the foreseeable future.
1: Yeah, well, I've, I've lost that feeling as well, to Red, when we score. Because I couldn't enjoy a single goal last season. After that, that um that Derby goal as well. Yeah. Where Anderson's and that was ruled out. That that was well, VAR'd done it for me then. I haven't enjoyed a single goal since that point. You're just waiting for for the talk in the year to say, no goal. But um I've lost that this season so far. I've celebrated every goal like VAR yes, doesn't right. exist. And I celebrated the handball on the line against Chelsea, like it was already a penalty because if you're putting two and two together, it's a fucking penalty. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, hopefully it stays this way. No doubt there'll be something something daft will happen soon, but
0: I'm sure hope it's will, not against us. Let let's hope <clears> it's fucking not every week like it was last season. Yeah. Um the Chelsea game anyway, so say kind of disappointing but kind of understandable um in a way. I wanna just get your thoughts on the Chelsea goal. Um how the fuck that's gone in I'll never know.
1: Uh, it shouldn't have because it wasn't a corner in the first place. They were offside um, for the initial attack. So, VAR, fucking pulled that up, dickheads. <laughs> um, but no, the, the initial attack was offside so the corner shouldn't have been given. Um, it was just one of them. It was an absolutely brilliant ball into the box and he's had to just touch it, hasn't he? Hmm. Just a dink on the top of the head and it's gone right through everyone. At that speed, it is hard to, to stop so I can't really blame anyone. But, we should our, our focus should be to win every header in yeah. the box and don't let it go to them first. And we failed that time.
0: Yeah. Well that's it. My thing was do you blame the defence for not getting that at the first? Because Kai Havertz isn't the biggest player. He shouldn't really, like you say, he shouldn't be winning headers against with with Matter or Van Dyke in there, really. Yeah. No one should. Um
1: I think that's part of the problem, is that I think he sort of disregards him and people like Mark and Lukaku and Mm, maybe centre-halves and stuff like that um, I think you disregard the little fellas and you probably go Andy Robo or Trent get on in you know what I mean
0: yeah
1: and it's just like a little backup but it was a good goal it, it was,
0: was a good goal, good goal.
1: well-worked good. corner to be fair but he was in acres of space but again he had his Chortel like had his back to goal and he just nodded it on so in that sense it is one of them goals where they can do that 20, 30 times it'll only go in once or twice Yeah, unfortunately it was against us it went in
0: do you think Allison's position could, could have been a bit better for the goal Um or is just it's hard. anticipated it?
1: it's just hard to say off a corner I think to say off a free kick you're of there's only one or two ways the ball can go left or right in this position it's like we're about in the boxes at London mm-hmm. so it is it's hard it's hard to assess his positioning for, for a corner ball Um, Yeah, it's it's one of them. It was just a well-worked goal for me, I thought. I didn't really moan. I was just, like, a bit gutted they've scored because they've done football. Um, We've had them under pressure for quite a bit. I thought, again, Firmino kept dragging them out and putting the ball in behind. We're having our attacks. We weren't weren't getting many shots on target. We ain't causing them too much issues, but they didn't worry me at all. Only on that... um, the counter, when it was 1-0, that's when I was more concerned, when it was 1-0 to them, and you're thinking, we have pushing a, a bit high up the pitch now.
0: Yeah. No, I, I mean, I was in work, so I was only able to sort of keep glancing at it every now and again on my phone. Um, but when I did see it, like, like you say, when they had 11 men, I wasn't particularly worried about them. They didn't look like they were going to do much i seen Chelsea fans on Twitter and stuff saying, "Ah, we were in control of the game when we had 11 men. It's like, but you weren't. They weren't if you, all. you look at the stats before and after they had 11 men, then the stats are still all in our favour. So we were very much yep. in control of the game. Uh, I don't understand how they gave consistent to the man of the match on the Sky. Very clearly, it was the keeper, Mendy.
1: Yeah, definitely,
0: him. yeah. He made about four definitely. or five saves that second half.
1: I had to give it to him. More Elliot thought Harvey Elliott was absolutely exceptional. Thought he was brilliant. Yeah. So he, he controlled the midfield for a kid doing that. He had he wanted to be on the ball constantly. He was looking for Salah to run in behind. Um and once they get a little partnership, it's gonna be, be, da-
0: be dangerous. It's
1: gonna be dangerous. Very dangerous. But I like yeah. the I I like the idea of the versatility. We've got where Harvey Elliott's not a right midfielder, he's a right winger. Hmm. So when he pushes up. In Salah's place, and Salah goes central, and Jota goes left wing, and when Mane's not playing well, you can just rotate that whole system, and people won't know what to do.
0: Yeah. Well, that that's the thing. It's that, That's what was so good about the front three when they were in the prime, is they were pretty much interchangeable, the three of them. Yeah. And you could, could all swap positions with each other and all be as effective during the game. And if you can get that in midfield, it's fucking... It's even better than having it with your front three, you know what I mean? So you haven't got to worry about one player going up and one player staying back. Because if that other player goes forward, you know, someone else can drop back, And it? So it's exactly what you want. You want an interchangeable sort of midfield like that.
1: Yeah, you need, you need versatility. There's no point saying, oh, we need to," an exact like for like for Fabino. You don't, because Anderson can do that role. Milner can do that role. had a push. Thiago can do that role. Same way, Anderson playing now, a bit further up from Fabino. Elliott, Curtis Jones, Oxlade, Keita, they've all got their own attributes, but they can all play them roles. At a push, you could probably push some of the centre-mids out wide as well if you needed to. Curtis yeah. Jones could probably cut him from the left, like he has done when he scored. There's, there's options there, and just because they're not, it, it, that's not their preferred role, there's still an option. I'd rather have that all day than having a left-winger, a right-winger, who are nowhere as good as Mane and Salah. But in a two hundred and fifty grand a week sat on our bench because we're desperate for that position to be covered. Yeah, it's covered. It's already covered. People just yeah, don't know it yet.
0: I agree. Um, so we'll we'll get onto that. So we'll get we'll get more onto that in a minute. Um, Champions League draw. Um, fucking what a group. <laughs> what a group. What's
1: the fifteen European titles or something between us?
0: Yeah, it's it's exactly the type of group that, like. It's, it's the type of group you want. You don't yeah. want like fucking Wrexham and fucking Renfrew. If, Re, if like Rexham had in it,
1: mate, then fair play to them.
0: I mean, <clears> they've, <throat> they've got fucking Ryan Reynolds as the owner now, man, haven't they? So they're not far <laughs> off, lad. They're going to be there soon. Um, no, it, it's 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 exactly the type of group you want, lad. It's like even City, for once, have got a half-decent group. Um, yeah,
1: but, this is how, how un-arsed I am, right? I don't know who's got it. Only Liverpool.
0: I mean, I say they've got a decent group. I couldn't tell you who they've actually got off the top of my head, like, but I know they haven't. Like, normally they get the fucking ones from like the Faroe Islands and fucking, you know, the lobster pot and that. Um, but that's
1: what that's what this is a that's what the Champions League's about for me is getting a group like this. Yeah,
0: exactly. you know what I mean?
1: Atletico Porto and, and Milan. That's some group that it's and hopefully we can go to a few of them away because love to go to a Milan.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's an unbelievable group and I'm, I'm looking forward to it just some of the just some of the players you're gonna to get to see because of it's Suarez back at Anfield again we can recreate that picture on your top um <laughs>
1: um
0: fucking you know Zlatan coming to Anfield to get volleyed by Van Dijk um I would say a Porto player if I knew any but I don't so um again
1: Porto just... are one of them they'll be a decent side and when you do look at the team you'll probably know a few names yeah. off the top of your head you don't but uh, Atletico Madrid are an absolutely unbelievable team.
0: Just don't play Adrian in goal.
1: And <laughs> Moussad. No. They are, they've, they've got an absolutely brilliant team and they're going to be hard. They're going to be hard to beat. And then AC Milan are not the AC Milan they used to be. Porto are always there or thereabouts. The same, aren't they? Yeah. They're a hard team to beat but you expect to beat them. Yeah. AC Milan, you don't know what to expect. Some of these players have probably never played in the Champions League before. Yeah. So, but it's great to see teams like that back.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah, it's like, I think this AC Milan side are a bit like Porto now at the minute, is where you kind of expect them to be in the Champions League, but you'd expect to beat them. Like yeah. They, they were seeded fourth in the in the draw, Like so that kind of tells you the level that they're at at the minute. But like you say, seven-time European Cup winners, they deserve to be, they should be in there. On, if we were putting teams in on merit, they're in there second, after fucking Real Madrid, you know what I mean? Um so no it's it's great to have them back in the Champions League and I hope we fucking absolutely tonk them obviously. Um, yeah we
1: will do.
0: I'd say Port not Porto sorry yeah. Atletico Atletico was the one and I think Anfield for that will be fucking bouncing. Obviously it was the last game in Anfield before the lockdown. So and obviously we know what happened there.
1: Um I think if we if we win our our three Anfield games we, we qualify as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Um, should be Porto, home um, and away. We should really be Milan, home um, and away. Atletico away is a, a ways different kettle of fish. It's probably one of the hardest draws you can yeah. get. Um, I'm just glad we got them at this stage because them over two legs is an absolute bully. Um That's I'd cool. rather play the legs of PSG and Real Madrid than that at this moment in time, t- over two legs, than someone like them who were going to just sit back and defend. Um, but yeah, I think we'll be fine. I, I love that no-one's given us a chance in hell of even winning the Carlin Cup this season. It's fucking ridiculous. But it's
0: but what we like, though. Time will fans, tell. Us as fans love that we get wrote off. So I'm, I'm buzzing that everyone writes us off because, one, it, it takes all the pressure off Jürgen Klopp, I think, for the season because nobody thinks we're going to do anything anyway. And then when we do, it makes them look even better. Yeah. So
1: yeah, I've got I've got no issue. It's, uh, the issue for me is obviously you've got these little cry asses over deadlines and that and they're more concerned about buying a player than about watching in front of them, the squad they've got there, and they've they've wrote us off as well. But to say they no, no one's interested in them. Oh fucking lemons!
0: But I put something on on Twitter the other day about FSG. Now, obviously after the Super League fucking fiasco, we both said you know not the biggest fan, not even close. I wanted them
1: hung lads I wanted so them hung on the goodbye. Anfield Road.
0: And I've I've obviously we've fucking gained a bit of perspective now. I can I can look at the good without forgetting about the bad, you know what I mean? Um and but I say I put on Twitter like people are saying they haven't invested like we bought a 36 million pounds centre half. We're extending any road they fucking redevelop the fucking Kirby training ground They give new contracts to six or seven fucking world class players. Like, People think them contracts are free. I I, wasn't, I just don't understand how they don't see that as investment. Because it's not, like you said, because it's not a shiny new player. Do you think it's all but fucking ultimate team?
1: That is the thing. Like they probably give Phillips an extra few grand a year. Williams an extra few grand, longer contracts. So when you're looking at the books, that extra 10, 15 grand a week, what it equates to. You know what I mean? An extra like what 40 grand, 10 450 grand. So between them, there's a million out in wages on two yeah. kids, just just an estimate. And then you've got your van dyke, he'll be on mega money now because he deserves it. Allison, Trent, Fabino, they'll be on mega money. Robo, Hendo, but Robo, Hendo. Henderson. Yeah, they'll also have a salad as well
0: soon. So
1: that's probably a, that's a, probably a 20 30 million pounds spent on contracts to keep our core and our best players and our best and our prospects here because next season you don't want to see now Phillips going for £10 million he's worth more than that so at least if he's got tied down to a contract and he's not getting playing time he decides to go then you're getting 20 million for him in today's market definitely but um, yeah people don't see that They they don't see the whole investing within as investment they just if, they, if you're not buying a player you've spent no money so all this net spend shit the main stand was loans off their own company that they're paying back so that's not no interest none of that shit they've sorted that themselves and you know it's going to be the same that's them spending money mm. the money the club's earning is going on stuff like that now look at the situation Arsenal were in when they built that stadium They didn't spend for fucking years. It ruined Arsene Wenger's legacy there. And they're not doing that. They're not doing that to us. We might not have bought in this window. Well, we have. We've bought Canate for 36 million. We spent about 20 or 30 on contracts. There's, say, 60, 70 million pound window, plus an Anfield Road getting extended in a year or two. That work started. The main stand's already there. They've got the best manager in the world and they've won us nearly everything. How can you complain? How can you say they don't want to be here or they're only here for profit? If they were here for profit, there'd be no new stands, there'd be no new contracts, they just fleece us for everything, like the other two cowboy bastards tried to do. Yeah, I understand they want to make money, of course they do. It's a business, you've got to make money. But I've said this before: if you if you sell if you buy something for 20 quid and you sell it for 30, do you buy something for forty, or do you buy it for thirty? Or do you, do you know what I mean? You, you want to make a bit of money on something you bought. That's the way we work as human beings, as businesses. That that's the way it is. You don't you don't want to go. Oh, I've made seventy quid, so I'll go and spend one hundred and fifty quid on something similar. That's just not how it works. It's not sustainable. It's not how it works. You can't do it that way. And sometimes you can because you have to. The likes of Van Dyke, the likes of Allison, you get rid of Coutinho to fund that. But even without Coutinho's sale there, I think Van Dijk um Klopp is knocking on that door saying, I want these two, bolster me team. And I think he gets them. Yeah. I don't think it makes a difference. I just think it's more, it's a more sustainable business. We're not in the red. We're always, make, we're making profit. Even this window, I think we made like 4 million profit or something, 8 million profit. Yeah, That's 8 million in our bank after a, after a massive, massive time without any earnings. So, and as much play. as I wanted a player as much as I wanted a player I wanted a striker I wanted a backup right-back if there was one available I totally believe that this is all this is nothing to do with money I think it's down Clark will be waiting for somebody to get in either January or next summer when is a year older and Sally's is a year older and Henderson's a year older and you'll see I think we'll see a complete overall over the next two or three seasons but now's not the time we don't need to
0: yeah and I think what people are also forgetting is, obviously, we've had the pandemic. Liverpool are one of the only clubs in the Premier League that didn't take out any loans whatsoever to cover themselves during the pandemic. People don't understand that. That alone leaves us in a better position than fucking nine-tenths of the Premier League, you know what I mean? So, but
1: even pe- people that having to go with Fenway Sports, and don't get me wrong, I don't agree with it, but from a business point of view, if it was bad the big business... If you could pay your wages off the government, you fucking would. Of course you would. You wouldn't pay it out of your own pocket if you, there was an option there to help you pay your staff through through the government. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. That government fucking fleeces us enough. Why can't some businesses do it back to them? So I get I get people saying, "Oh, you were going to fail out the staff and all that." And what? Do we going to get eighty percent of the staff covered and pay the extra twenty percent instead of paying hundred percent themselves? Hmm. And, and then the moaning that. We didn't they shouldn't have done that but then they want they want money spent in the market put the match tickets up to 80 quid there's there's protests and it shouldn't be 80 quid of course it shouldn't we we earn enough money but people want the money being spent millions and millions every year but they won't pay won't pay into the club anymore so it, it is catch 22 they they want to put the tickets up to buy more players to earn an extra few million to put in the kitty and everyone agreed but it's it's not the fans who go to match who are all fuming, they're not asked. They don't want to be affected by match ticket prices because they give everything they've got to the club. It's these fucking dickheads on Twitter who've never stepped foot in the city, never been to a game, probably never even watched on the fucking telly who are getting all upset over these signings. And I just we just could do without them, to be honest.
0: I think for me it's what gets me is the ones who want FSG out so much and protest against them and make up fake protests that aren't going to happen on Saturday and stuff like that. Um,
1: or oh, the one from the Arholes to the Annie Roads. Danny yeah. Annie Roads closed. The Arholes were yeah. in a fucking stone throw away from the ground. Yeah, that one. Bich. But
0: what, what gets me is, they want FSG out so bad, yet they've probably bought, I know we, well, we've only released two so far, but they'll buy every, every kit, every season, spend 500 quid on it altogether, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. well, do you want them out or do you want to keep giving them money? Like, make your mind up. Exactly. One thing or the other.
1: So that's Then where it hurts. If you're really against the owners and you want to see them crumble, then don't pay anything in. But the, the, to be honest, the club's big enough. I don't think, I think if we wiped all the fans away now and all the merchandise, we'd still make money off Sky and that. It's just one of them. But the, the people I feel for is, you know, people who go the match every week and they invest every penny in home and away. and Or pe- even people who go the odd few games, but they've got Liverpool in their heart. They're genuine. And it is hard to sit here and go, yeah, they've signed Lukaku. Why have they signed Lukaku? Because they spent millions on Werner, who it. It was shit. So they've had to replace him with another with a has-been who will have another year or two in him at a decent level. Man United spending fucking two million a month on a has-been, thirty-six year old Ronaldo. Don't get me wrong, amazing footballer for me personally, the best ever. But is he the Ronaldo they signed? 11 years ago, no, he's not still scored 10 or 15 goals, not going to win them for all. Um, and people want one in on that. And people would desperate, let's get Suarez back, let's get, let's, let's get anyone, anyone we can just sign just to say we've signed someone. That's what they wanted.
0: Mm. If but we decide, been no been... one,
1: do you know, if we decide nobody and we announce Canate on deadline day, no one would moan because they no. just want that little bit of excitement because the are thick, but. Yeah, it, anno- it annoys me. I feel sorry for the real fans when they go on Twitter and the social media because they are hounded by these plant pots and they have got... Someone noticed the other day, someone comparing us to Arsenal and the same the same post got shared by so many different... like As if it was like bot accounts of SV- FSG out. And they were saying that's a bit strange. It's more or less the same wording to link us with Arsenal. Like we're run the same as Arsenal. We're not at all. Arsenal was spending two hundred and fifty grand a week on William. Didn't kick a ball for them and was shite. You know what I mean? That's what we can't afford to do. We can't afford to sit there and go, right? Who's gonna play in case Salah gets injured? Sign ex ex player or oh, Saúl? Two hundred and fifty grand a week. Nope. <laughs> who's gonna play in case Mane gets injured? It's just I'm just throwing names at. Put Saúl there. No. 250 grand a week, just just in case. You can't run a business like that. You can't have 250 grand players on the bench unless you're fucking cheating, unless you're corrupt, unless you've got oil money and you're not asked where the money's coming from. And unfortunately, for these fans, we are asked. We're doing it the right way. Klopp's doing it the right way. And I guarantee you, in, in January or in the summer, we'll bring in players that blow your mind and we'll be all happy again.
0: Let me just let me just ask you this. So I was seeing somebody's theory about about FSG the other day that the reason they're giving all these contracts out and they're, they're developing the redeveloping the ground and all that is because they're nailing their assets down because they are ready to sell. Would you agree with that? No,
1: personally with the pandemic and that I think it'd, it'd be stupid to, to do that. Um they've been offered apparently a billion, two billion, someone's approaching with three billion. Um they're not interested in selling. They've invested too much for it to be worth not to them. You know what I mean? They've yeah. connected with the club. You've got that Linda who genuinely shows interest in the club. She loves the club. She's like the front one of it. FSG. And the shit they get, don't get me wrong, I get it to business, but shouldn't really be hound on owners unless they're doing something drastically wrong. When they have done drastically wrong and they've tried to put the ticket price up to 77 quid and they were even like the Super League and all that they have been the failout. they have had backlash and they've, they've, they've turned around on all of it and you've got to, got to give credit where it's due because some owners wouldn't some owners wouldn't do that so they've accepted they were wrong they've come out apologised time and time again albeit but it is what it is they have but they've, you still can't say they haven't invested like, look at Everton years ago sold Arteta never spent a penny Mm. we've sold players year after year Arsenal have done it Chelsea went through a phase before a where they were doing it that's, that's look at Blackpool they, they were just they were fleecing money Rangers went through a spell where they were doing it where the money's just getting dripped out the club nothing's getting brought in they're not doing that they're not dripping the profit off the club they are making a little bit of profit on the side of investing all sorts so, what have we made this year? Um, 40 million and invested 36 back in. We made 4 million profit for the year, which will probably go towards paying the Anfield Road off. And then you've, you've got your contracts on top of that, which, as we've just discussed, 20 to 30 odd million in wages over the four or five years. So, there's, there's your assets tied down. There's your, your core of your club tied down for the, the future, for it to be sustainable. Don't want to be going through it. A time again where you don't know whether your best players are going to be staying because they're not on contracts or whether they're going to run contracts down and go for nothing, like Mbappe is doing now. We don't want to be doing that. We want players to come here, love us, stay, and clock can't be highly enough of of the owners. When he's had issues with them, he's condemned them. If he comes out now and says really wanted the right back, really wants the forward, got told no, there's no money, then I'll go, absolutely, that's a fucking disgrace. They should have went in their own pockets and spent a few quid. But I don't think Clock wants that. I don't think they want that. That's not how you run a business. They'll be balanced again, all balanced, and then make a few quid. money will start coming with the turnstiles. Sky will start paying back out again. Start getting bonuses for competitions, and they would be 40, 50 million in the pot January, 60, 70 million in the pot in the summer, hopefully. Um, and we, we go again. But at this moment in time, Fans want to overhaul, and it's not needed whatsoever. It's literally not needed. The backup we've got, the versatility we've got, is, is is what it is. And as I say, you don't want to be spending two, three hundred grand a week on a player who's going to be sat on the bench. That's the only only way City and Chelsea do it. They offer big wages to substitutes. They tell them you mightn't feature as much as you like, but it is fucking three hundred grand a week to do it. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? So
0: yeah, like I say, it, it's not. It's not a sustainable way of running a business, is it? So, fans, some fans might like to kid themselves that it's not a business, but sadly, football is a business these days. So, and um, as business models go, FSG is working, it's one of the best ones. So, really, I don't think there's much to, to fucking grumble about, to be honest, but leave them to me. They've got their opinions. They've, as fucking nearsighted as they are, we've got ours, which is fucking more realistic. So, it's just
1: people don't really judge footy as it is as I say the versatility in our team you've got so you've got your three starting the only issue for me is the right back but then you've got Milner can play there Gomez can play there and you've got Nico Williams who can play there so there's three potential for right back centre half there's eight of them left back Costas and Robo. that's sorted centre mids Fabinho in the centre-defensive mid-roll. You've also got Henderson, Milner, Thiago, who can fill that gap. You two more forward sentiments, Henderson, Thiago, Curtis Jones, Elliot, Oxley, chamberlain Keita. Left wing, Mane, Jota, Minamino, Curtis Jones, Origi. Right wing, Salah, Elliot, Again, Origi, Minamino. They can all play wherever. Up front, Jota, Firmino, Origi, again, and a push, even, You could even go as far as saying Oxlade. It sounds mm-hmm. stupid, it sounds far-fetched, but we've got that much versatility in that squad that players will and can't play anyway. And I think that's better than having a designated left-winger, designated right-winger. And then you you look at a bench and you tell me, if you're playing in a game, you've only got seven subs on the bench. Where, where are all these attacking options getting put because you need a centre-half on the bench a full-back on the bench and a goalie so you only got four attacking options a centre-mid well you put two centre-mid a winger and a striker so there's not all that many options to have all these players on the bench anyway yeah. but at the moment I've seen a thing on Twitter yesterday saying Liverpool are only registered in 24 players at the moment because of you can only have 17 foreign players registered and so many home-grown um, we would have replaced the Regi because the rigi didn't go. We couldn't bring in another player who was foreign. Do you get me? Yeah. They're the rules. People don't grasp that either. You can only have a certain amount of foreign players in your squad, certain amounts of English players in your squad. Um, and yeah, that would have been if a Regi went out, we'd have brought someone in if we could. But I just think the squad there. When, when you name the squad in each position, where someone can play, City's City's major eleven is immense. They substitute, they've lost Aguero. They've got They have Their squad's not all as good as it used to be. They've lost Silver, Company, F- F- Fernandino.
0: He's still there.
1: Fernando is it? He was it? Can't remember. I, but yeah, yeah, I had another one. They've lost. They've lost four or five players who they can't physically replace over over a period of time. Their squad's not as good as it was. Chelsea's, again, you're, you're, on paper, replacing Lukaku with Timo Werner looks brilliant. Timo Werner's been now. You're not the same player, they both, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, so, it's all on paper, but ours, at the moment, I think, I, I think our squad's capable of competing on all fronts, really do.
0: Yeah, I do. Um, it's it's gonna be. It's, I've got a few. I've got a good feeling about this season. I really have. Um, and I just we've just got to fucking we've just got to believe, haven't we? That's what Jurgen Klopp said when he come in. We've got to change from from doubters to believers, and the teams. Some fans are fucking going back to being doubters. So just fucking believe in them. They've done it once. Still do it again.
1: Yeah, nothing else to say, really. Yeah, they some fans on Twitter. I wouldn't call fans. I just call. What are they, What would you call them? Literally. Glory hunting bellends, <laughs> basically. That when it's not going all that good, when the the when they can't see the direction where they're not quite sure, because we haven't got an extra striker on the bench, and they all think the fucking club's crumbled to bits because of it. They're just bellends to me. They're not worth a fucking carrot. The real fans in the ground, you'll see that are out every single week. The People in the pubs you'll be fucking punching tables if we can see, you. you'll be jumping up when we score, you'll sing their hearts out from the pubs, they're the proper fans. People who'll go around the ground and celebrate when we win instantly, the minute we fucking win, they're the proper fans. And then you've got your negative ones who aren't where to carry. And again, everyone's got opinions and all that, but this, this club is about supporting and believing. And um, without the support, you're not you're not a supporter. Oh, that's it for me. Support, or oh, you're not a supporter. Have your say if you disagree with the, the transfer window, if you disagree with the owners, that's fine. You can have your say, but oh, fucking raining it in a bit after a bit. You know what I mean? gone, yeah. done. But Liverpool won the league, the Champions League. We've lost Genie Rinaldin, Shakiri, Lovren and we've brought in Canate, Thiago, Curtis Jones. Harvey Elliott, Jota.
0: So it's not all that bad, is it really? If you think about it. No, it just and I get it with what people are saying about now. obviously we've lost his availability, which is which was his sort of biggest trait, I suppose, last season. But at the end of the day, we've we've just you we knew he was going for a long time. Um, and like Klopp said, if there was a player out there that we would have wanted that we that was the right player. Then we would have went for him. Just yeah. simple as that. I think Thiago's um,
1: been brought in a year in advance because he knows Ronaldo's going. Ronaldo, 31 year old Ronaldo, where Henderson for being out, Thiago isn't getting in that team starting. And again, this is where to say you can't afford to be offering him. He's on 260 grand a week at PSG. Yeah. He doesn't merit that if he's not going to be playing. He's a brilliant player. No wrong for us. Worked his arse off. I didn't think he was as good in his last year as he's been. I didn't think he'd done all that to deserve a big, massive contract extension. Um, And if he wasn't going to be starting every week, then you can't really be paying that money out. And I totally get that. I totally get it.
0: And that's
1: why they were over and over Henderson. Henderson's probably on about 200 grand a week. And he's 30, 31 how long is he going to be starting for? But he's our captain. You can't just turn your back on your captain like that. That dog no. shit if you do that. He deserved, it. He deserved his, his contract. He deserves to be here for as long as he wants to be here. I've just said the same about Gerard. It's different yeah. with your captain.
0: You
1: know, time will come when you can't fit him in the team because there's a young, better player in. And it happens. And the day will come. But until that day does come. But I then an Anderson starts, but... At this moment in time, I don't see where, where Ronaldo got in this team.
0: No, I don't myself. Um, and that's the thing, because he played so much last season due to injuries, due to other players playing out of position and stuff like that, he, he had a bigger role than maybe he would have. Maybe people expected last season. I think people would have expected Thiago to play more. Obviously, he got the fucking injury against the shite. So a lot of factors yeah. meant he played pretty much every game last season, which, like you said just wouldn't have been the case this season. Would he have been happy to, to play 15, 20 less games this season? No, of course he wouldn't have. He's a player still in his prime. He, he, he's probably going to PSG. He'll get a chance to play the role he plays for, for Holland, where he's the forward scoring goals. And he'll tear that league apart. Like, he, he really will. And it's as simple as that. So he's gone to go and just fucking get a payday, win a few league titles, and retire with a nice with a nice collection and fucking fair play to him, yeah. He, he, yeah, he, made
1: up for him. He deserves it. To so say, if you're getting the option there to get that wage and be playing with, with the likes of Messi and Mbappé and Neymar, you're not saying it down. it's time to sit on our bench with fucking a reggae iron. No, you're not. you know what I mean? And that, that's what I mean. He's going to be playing there and because it's a shitty league, shitty level, slower, won't, the demands won't be on him as much. And I I wish him well, but... When you haven't, people are saying you haven't replaced him. Again, I go back to the new signs. Oxlade was injured most of last year. Keita was injured most of last year. Minamino got loans out because we had to bring someone in in the transfer window. So it was one out, one in sort of thing But the, the squad numbers. People have turned the back on Minamino already. He's played about eight games for us. He had a brilliant pre season. Southampton wants to sign him. I mean, if you clops to away, no, he's not going. He looks a bit lightweight. So does Arvie Elliott. So does Mane. So does Jota. They all look lightweight. We're not a strong physical, angry team. We're not. You know what I mean? But give the, give the lot the chance. You know what I mean? All get brought into the squad. Again, Oxlade, Keita, if if we can keep them fit, even if it's for only 15, 20 games a season, it's, it's a massive help. They are the players that can really help the squad. And then you've got the young lads, Alexa Jones and and Arvie Elliott, they are we're going to just strive for, for success. They want, to be, they want to do what Trent Alexander-Arnold done? get in the team and stay there. And I don't see why they can't, because there is going to be places available in the, in, the, in the months coming. It's going to be a long season. Hopefully, you play 60-odd games, you play in every game, you play in every Cup final, Um, we'll have to use the squad. But if, if you say to me now that African Cup of Nations, Mane and Salah are going, then you've got Jota, left wing, Firmino, up front, and Harvey Elliott, right wing. I'm not not distraught over that, to be honest with you.
0: No, I'm not.
1: I'm not. You know what I mean? For two or three weeks, for two or three games. It's not the end of the world, that.
0: No. Like I say, you just got to fucking fucking have a bit of perspective and look at it fucking rationally, haven't you? Um, And if you do that, it's not fucking all doom and gloom. as Some people will have you believe. Uh, but let, let's look ahead to the next game, if we can, just a little bit. So we've got Leeds after the international break. We all love international football, of course. Um, yeah, Leeds on the Sunday. Uh, Ellen Road, fault bouncing. It's going to be a tough game. But um, I think Le- Leeds are a your team. For me, they're, like, they're a good team because of the energy. They never stop running. So if you, if you switch off for five minutes, they'll punish you. But I think if you can match them as, as best you can, you should beat them.
1: Yeah, I think we've got to approach that game as the away team
0: because not often do we. Not
1: we often go when we try to take the play and we, we'll we we'll have all the possession and we'll attack. think let them have a bit more of the ball. Let them get a shot at a false sense of security. Let them think they can pick us off in times and then just bombard them. And I think with Salamana and Jota, um, even for me, you know, I think. So you think games like that, where Firmino is so clever, where he, he will, he'll just, he'll run in, he'll run be towards Argo take a defender with him, and then Salah and Mane will, will come in behind, as they have done many times. So again, depends what Liverpool turn up. If you turn up confidence, you put them three or four past them. If you're a bit unsure and you don't take your early chances, then it could be an edgy game. But it should be, it should be a good game.
0: Yeah. No, I think Leeds are one of their teams you kind of, for, for me especially, I always, even though they were out of it for years, you kind of always associate Leeds with being in the Premier League. Ellen Road for years was still always packed in the Championship and even in, in League One. So it, it's nice to have them back, I say. Ellen Road's a great stadium. Um, So looking forward to it and think we should, if we're on form, if the right Liverpool turns up, like you say, to I, I 3-0, to be honest with you. Because they were poor against United when they got. He's made a
1: prediction. He's made it. So we best one of the
0: season. Yeah, I'm gonna go for.
1: I'll go for two nil. For once, I'm usually a bit more over the top, aren't I? I think four nil every week, and just can't see anyone beating us, and it annoys me because (laughs) even that with Chelsea, when people are moaning, you know, I know um, we played ten men. I'd rather play eleven men Chelsea than ten men Chelsea. Ten yeah, men, yeah. Chelsea don't even sign it get up there. Eleven men, Chelsea do at least a little bit. But um, yeah, no, I'll go for two nil. Um,
0: Harvey Elliott's gonna score. I can't wait. <laughs> well, there's a prediction for you, and it's not about the game itself; it's about the whole season, and it's about it's about Harvey Elliott. So I think one hundred percent if he plays, very if he plays regularly this season, he's winning Young Player of the Year.
1: Yeah, I bet my life on him. And I don't want to put too much pressure on him so early. I really don't. But it's hard not to get excited when you're seeing him come in. He's come in out of position as well. He usually plays out wide. He's playing right side of midfield. You know what I mean? He's having to do a defensive duty as well as an attacking duty. He's having to not be on the last ball. He's having to play the last ball sort of thing. It is a bit of a different role than he's played. I think he played there a few times for Blackburn as well. But he is a forward. Yeah. Anywhere in the front three. Um, <clears throat> I was going to put a thing out. I'll, I'll do it on this because if I do it on me Scout's power Twitter, when people, you this is just full of knowledge. Um But I was saying, if, if we stay fit, right, and we use the squad, then... Mane's getting fifteen goals plus. Salah's getting twenty goals plus. Jota's getting fifteen goals plus. Firmino, ten plus. Harvey Elliott, ten plus. And a was who, the other one? And Minamino between like eight and twelve or something like that. He'll get just over ten if he gets played. And I do. I think we've got goals in us. We've got Minamino's movement again. The way he just he just drifts in behind a bit like Jota. Just casually, you're not even watching what he's doing because he's he's hardly moving and then he's gone. So I liked him in preseason, Um and I just hope, I hope they all get a chance. But Harvey Elliott definitely definitely scored ten goals this season, and um, I'm open for me if they can if he can use him forward a bit more, and that would be my if my name doesn't improve soon, that would be me go to thing to do. It'd be have uh, Salah through the middle. Harvey Elliott on the right and Jotter on the left. And then if it's not working out, then you you take Elliott off, Salah back where he was, Jotter back up front and bring Mane or Firmino on. We've got options. We've got loads of options. And even that is making me want to go on FIFA now and put them all in their positions because it's just exciting. But yeah. it is, it's exciting. And um, if you're not excited about this season... you fucking just swear footy honestly if, if, you, if you're in the doom and gloom because United have got Ronaldo and Pogba and Cavani or fucking gobshites Chelsea Timo Werner Lukaku not asked City hundred mil on the fattest carps in footy you can't be speak he's dog shit absolute dog shit him <laughs> uh, absolute embarrassment lads to see him in England yesterday I felt oh, like man. I don't even like England don't like England in the pointless games until they get the semi final. But um, <laughs> even that, yesterday, I felt. I just wish he got injured. Him and Kane together. Oh my God, be, I couldn't, couldn't bear it. I'm glad he never got in. Couldn't bear him just both being on the floor all the time. Hundred million on a player who isn't as good as Phil Foden.
0: Yeah,
1: and I'm telling you that now he's not. I so um, yeah, ridiculous. And um, people would have would have jumped at that just because it was a signing. So yeah, there's no need, no dream and glue. We haven't signed a striker, but we've got all the options and more. We've got a versatile squad, albeit an agent squad, but that process isn't ready to be over, overhauled yet. It doesn't need to be done. This is still Klopp's team. majority of them are still Champions League and Premier League winners, so I'll give them the credit they deserve, give them the respect they deserve, and fucking support them until they're no longer here. That's all we can do. <clears throat> That's
0: it. Uh, well look, it's been fucking great to finally talk about threads with you again. Uh we will yeah. make this we will obviously be back to normal soon. Um, I am away in a couple of weeks, so we might miss a week, maybe. Um and then I think, well, you're possibly away after me, so might miss two weeks maybe, but I'll just take your laptop with you and we'll do it on Zoom and you can upload it. I mean to be fair, my laptop will be with me regardless. So um, peace and peace. You are. My laptop, I will be taking my laptop with me regardless, like so. Um, You're born. <laughs> <but it's, laughs> I'm just trying to get the top in. Need something for the plane? now, oh, yeah. Buy it now, everyone. Um, <coughs> well, honestly, it's been fucking great to talk to you again about it. Um, again, we've been saying this for a while. Hopefully, we we'll, we can get back to fucking doing them face-to-face again soon in person, um, which would be nice. And yeah, just fucking up the reds and we'll smash leads. Hopefully, up the reds.